Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Here's an irony. A group of Christians in St. Louis County in the US of A has filed a federal complaint against County Executive Sam Page, Department of Public Health Director Emily Doucette, claiming the county stay-at-home order infringes on their liberty. In the complaint requesting injunction relief and damage, bearing in mind this is a bunch of Christians... They said they have no compelling governmental interest in limiting religious gatherings to people and there is no scientific evidence to support the dust <laughs> to support that. <laughs> Do you find that ironic? Yeah. <laughs> when we talk when we compare that to say, ah, the Bible. <laughs> oh, the Bible. <laughs> when God created everything in seven days. And one of the things the atheists always say is You can't have done it in There's no scientific justification yes. for for belief in the Bible, and now they're playing that same card <laughs> when it suits them. <laughs> There's no scientific evidence to support people staying at home because they want to go to church, uh, right, which would be an absolute. You know, I don't, I don't knock you if you go to church. I go to church, but the there's no. It's a hot spot of COVID nineteen. Standing in such close proximity to everybody there. It's got to be a hot spot. You saw you had cases in America where there were people who ignored the 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 public health. Um, mm. You know. Uh, well, one of them died the balls. other day. One of the big anti um, lockdown ladies in the US mm. who was there uh, at the Get America Back Again or whatever they call another thing. Oh. She died the other day of COVID nineteen. Which is just so. So it's just a sad thing. Yeah, it is. And the, and the thing is, because what I don't know, to be honest, is my question is, have um, the churches done online formatting? Because I have a few friends who are Anglican mm-hmm. and uh, their church has just shifted to doing online yes. services and online, um, you know, one of my friends. Most of them have, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's, I know there's minister. a Baptist one down in, yeah. um, in that Narara on yes. the Central Coast where a guy I know... Um, is involved in that, and he's they're they're all online now. I know, mm. and I just think it's um, oh, it's it's makes it hard from the pass a collection plate around though, doesn't it? It does, and I know, and I know that it's hard. I know that religion is really important to a lot of people, and it would be really hard to not be able to go to that church service. Mm. But at the same time, everyone is dealing with that in some way or other. You know, everyone is dealing on missing out on that physical thing that they normally do that means a lot to them, whether that's you know. There's, there's just lots of things. So I, I feel for them, but I'm also just thinking it's not just you. Everybody is in this boat. Everybody was in different boats because some people are, are facing it tougher than others. Mm, mm. But it's for your own safety. And I just think... We're all in the one boat, but some people have a better cabin than others. Yeah, some people have in first that? class. I just made that up. Some people... It's like the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some people have got those really bougie first class cabins and then you've got like the middle group and then you've got the ones who just crammed oh, in down the bottom. That's a great analogy. Um, look, not everything's bad news coming out of the US. Kansas City, yes, the public schools, they're in lockdown. And of course, they have their graduation this time of year. Oh. So their school year, and it's the same in the UK. It doesn't end at Christmas like ours does. Yes. They have summer break or whatever it is, have a big long summer holiday. And they actually graduate just next month. I know, bizarre. Basically, yeah. So, well, it's the, I guess you graduate at this time of year. It's going to go and have your summer. Yes. Does like we sense. do, it's the same. It's like the footy season is different up there. It's just yes, different. Yes, yeah. It's just the other side of the world. Kansas City Public School is in lockdown 
and they're all you know they're all doing that. Uh, so they've they've announced on Tuesday this year's graduation is headed to the movies. To be specific, when I say the movies, the drive-in. Remember we were talking about on this very thing, why don't we have the drive Why did we shuttle yes. the drive-ins? Because we could still go to the drive-in, mm. surely. I know there's one down at Greeter, Head and Greeter, not Greeter. Two different places. I found that <laughs> out once when I tried to go to Greeter and I ended up at a Head and Greeter. <laughs> I was heading to Greeter and I ended up at Head and Greeter. Oh. Yes. Uh, to be specific... It's holding shows at the Boulevard Drive-In located on Merriam Lane in Kansas City. The theatre is celebrating 70 years in operation this year, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to advertise it because you're not going anyway. <laughs> the district will have six nights of ceremonies at the local drive-in featuring gr- graduates' names on the big screen. And that's a really big screen at the Aww. drive-in. A lot of details still haven't been announced yet, including the times and dates, blah, blah, blah. Uh, many local school districts are trying to find ways to still have a graduation, even if that means making big changes or postponing them. But that's a really good that creative is idea, sweet. isn't it? We should be able to go to the drive-in, I think. If you've only got two in the car and mm. you're living together anyway, yes. you don't have the nibblies bit open. Mm. Bring your own, which you would anyway. Yes. You can pop your own corn at home. Yes. I just think the problem with that, idea, though, it? is it mm. would be hard to... Um, monitor. Like, what are you going to do? Check everyone's IDs as they pull into the drive-through. Check under the mattress in the back in case we're sneaking extras <laughs> in, <laughs> like we always used uh, to. No, but that, I think no, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think it would just be hard, and it'd be great for the drive-in operator. It would be. You know, it's a, at least that's another business that's not going under. I mean, they're I they're closed. I actually checked last week, so I thought. You should be able to go to the drive-in, shouldn't you? Because if you've got your car cl- closed up, and you, or you yeah, get two of you in the still, car, you've got your window, you crack like the window a bit. Gathering, though. You, tune your, you tune your radio on the thing now. You don't have to get the speaker and hang it up. Mm. You'll even know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> you didn't think I did, but I didn't I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to grab the speaker and hang it off your yes. window. So you don't have to touch anything now because... It's a, it's a radio, radio station. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you just tune in. Your, so you don't have to actually get out of the car at all. So I yes. reckon if you could open the drive-ins and say, nobody gets out of their car and we don't have the the canteen or whatever they call it open, mm-hmm. and you could he'd come and watch a couple of brand new blockbusters. Yes. Well, I don't think they're putting out anything at the moment anyway, though. No, but there'd be ones you haven't seen. Gee, negative Nancy. Well, just bring the other side of it. Bringing me down. That's what you do. <laughs> I so think it's sorry. a great idea, isn't it? It is a great idea. Yeah, and it's, it, should be, it should be happening. It should be happening now. Yeah, I just think that there's probably a lot more logistics there than we're talking about, but that's Except fine. Except there's something about the driving that just sends me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Just, I can't sit through a movie at the drive-in. Nah, I don't think I would like it. No, oh, well, I like it. Now, so you admit you haven't been to the drive-in. Drive-in's great. But the last time I went to the drive-in with Smith, the wife, mm. um, I sat there and about it was a double feature because you always get a double feature at the, okay. at the drive-in mm-hmm. too, right? It was used to, so you get two movies. So I fell asleep about 10 minutes into the first movie. <laughs> and I just, I don't know what it is about driving. It just makes mm. me, puts me to sleep. Because I love the best. Thing. I reckon my oldies must have taken me there to put me to sleep when I was a baby. Yeah, Or right. something like that. Because... But Class I just, so I go cozy. to sleep and then she wakes up, makes me up and like, the second movie's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, good oh, She goes, that was really good. I went, what was? And she goes, were you asleep the whole time? And yeah, I was, I, what happened to that other guy? Well, he was in the other movie. That finished an hour and a half ago. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's, that's what happens.
state government is saying that consideration of the impact of the current drought, which is the worst on record, is being included. But then I was told the drought of record for Tamworth is the drought that occurred during and after World War Two. That's which what they're saying. Blows my mind. Yeah. That is like way before I was born. And they're using it to inform the next ten years. So I think, mm. look, the I think the mayor um, and both the and with uh, Tamworth MP have uh, the right to be frustrated, but they're both pushing for it. Um, so hopefully we'll start to see some. Yeah, action. I think fair enough. If that was a worse drought, yeah, I I get that. Could, That's yeah, fine. Then you, then but what was the population of Tamworth then? Oh How much gosh. water did we need back then? The point is the population of Tamworth. Mm. I'm assuming is uh, significantly higher than what it was in 1945 yes, yes. when World War Two ended. So the I, I think therefore the and the amount of technology we have. I'm sure I'm sure everyone in 1945 didn't have an evaporative cooler, for example, mm, mm. or you know the the sort of stuff that the, the, our water needs have changed so much since then. So if you go off that sort of you know historical data. Uh, for a water plan, it's just not going to work. It's yeah. not, the numbers aren't going to come out correct. So it was well. It was a fiery press conference yesterday. There was some some just the kind you like. Yes, you know mm. I do love them. So how do you go washing that hair of yours with a two-minute shower? It's super hard. I have really thick hair. You so do. I You've got long, thick, capacious hair. I do. So what mm. I do is I'll turn the water on. I'll wet my hair, turn it off, add the shampoo in, wait. Mm wash the shampoo out turn it off put the conditioner in wash it and then put turn the water on again wow mm. this is a process <laughs> it is a process it is a process it is Amazing. it's just yeah. it's hard. i mean you know i don't feel it because i've got a you know my got my daughter to run the clippers <laughs> over me head a few weeks ago that's that's how i go with a haircut it's no problem for I me i've got a cole murray give I us a cole murray <laughs> i say when say to my daughter i think cole's hair is longer than yours though well when he gets it cut it's not <laughs> so yeah and look we've only well, you know i've only been here for five months and so that's that's really not long in the scheme of things to be dealing with water restrictions and you do get used to it but there is absolutely no doubt that being on such high water restrictions and dealing with this drought has adversely impacted Tamworth. It's impacted the businesses, it's impacted residents, it's impacted the industries around us. So I think it is completely fair that there is an attitude of being just fed up with it. So hopefully um, we start to see some action and we also start to see the, the you know, the minister actually listen to what Tamworth has to say. Mm, be nice. Well, with your two-minute shout, at least you're wearing your hair well. Thank you. <laughs> what a lovely segue. <laughs> She's good, isn't she? Knows for a story. Needs a buzz cut like me, I reckon. Two-minute showers. Tamworth Zone, 1287, 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. People putting up online now, well, ladies, maybe mainly ladies because they're the ones that do this sort of thing. They're putting stuff up online about things they're finding out about their husband since they've been in lockdown with him or since they've all been stuck at home together. And they're finding things out like, I usually cut up apples for us as a snack, but since I've been so busy with work, I haven't been able to. Well, I walked in on him eating an apple completely through to the core. He spat out the seeds and ate everything else. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, if you haven't got a waste paper basket or a bin right next to you, that's fair enough. I bet you he spat out the seeds on the floor too. Uh, I discovered that my boyfriend doesn't clip or file his nails. He just rips them off with his fingers. He rips them off. Like that's not what I do. 
Uh, my husband silently narrates his emails while he types them in a lively conversational way, complete with hand gestures and facial expressions. <laughs> I found out my partner says lukewarm instead of lukewarm. That's L-U-P-E. <laughs> Here's one. My hus- I found out that my husband can eat a truly incredible amount of bread. I started baking before the stay-at-home orders and somehow his stomach is able to keep up with me cranking out three to four loaves a week and he's still consuming store-bought bread on top of that. <laughs> yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love these. <laughs> uh, after 10 years together, I just discovered that my husband hums an ab- abnormal amount. It was kind of cute three or four weeks ago, but now it's so obnoxious that I... I have to sit outside and get away from it to stop myself from throwing something at him. <laughs> uh, here's a weird one. I discovered that my husband looks great in leggings. He normally only wears them at the gym, but since he's been working at home, I get a great view of his ass. Uh, my husband pronounces the L in salmon. I know someone who said salmon. I found out that my boyfriend never closes cupboards. Literally never. I've got three kids who never close cupboards and one that does. And I'm not naming them. <laughs> well, I went down to JT Fossey yesterday because I thought that it's pretty quiet at the moment and might get in, get myself a new car. So I saw Birdie in there. Keith Bird said, G'day, Birdie. How you going, mate? I said, there's no prices on your cars, mate. And he said, uh, yeah, there's not. And I said, well, how much, for example, for that uh, Blue Ranger over there? Looks pretty good. And he says, well... That'll cost you two 20-foot long triangular coins and a pink note with a fluffy kitten on it. I said, I'm not paying that. That's silly money. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth's own 1287 2TM. Well, it's good to see that Dave Rennie, the current Australian rugby coach, has decided to stay on. He is a Kiwi and he's come out and said, oh, look, I'll still stay on even though I'm disappointed you've sacked fellow Kiwi. Raylene Castle, as the head of rugby in Australia. Are you seeing something wrong here? When I heard that, I thought, he said, I only jo- I only signed on because Raylene Castle. Hang on, are we the New Zealand All Blacks B team now? No wonder these 10 coaches have come out and said, get rid of her. They should get rid of Dave Rennie as well. Why do we need a Kiwi coaching the Australian rugby team? Have we got no talented Australians? Goodness me, it's sacrosanct, isn't it? It's the same as when they had Mickey Arthur coaching the... Who's a South... Is he a South African? I think he is Mickey Arthur. A South African coaching the Australian cricket team. Why would you ever do that? We should have an Australian in charge of an Australian national team. And I'll tell you for why. When you get one of these career coaches, as they call them these days... So Mickey Arthur, where did he go after he coached Australia? He went off and coached somewhere else. Do you reckon he didn't take all our secrets with him? Do you reckon he didn't take a whole bunch of... If someone's just, if one of our players such as, I don't know, Dave Warner said, look, I'm really having trouble with a sw- an in-swinging ball heading towards my leg stump at the moment, do you think Mickey Arthur wouldn't take that with him to his next job? You can't have a situation where you've got an Australian national team coached by a so-called career coach from overseas because he has no national loyalty to us. He's loyalty to the dollars that they're paying him. Is that correct? 
he may be a good coach and all that, but you know what? If we've got to lose with an Australian in charge, I'll lose with an Australian in charge because swings and roundabouts happen in sport, don't they? You're good sometimes and you're not good other times. Ain't that right, Para supporters, who are old enough to remember 1986? <laughs> but seriously... An Australian should be coaching all Australian national teams. We're good enough at sport to have that situation. No matter if we're not good enough to win right now, it doesn't matter. We're still going to get behind you. We're still going to support you. But to have a career coach from overseas coaching our national team, who is this then going to go, he's next to his contract land here and, the, and Wales or someone like that will say, yeah, we'll have you. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to take all of the strengths and weaknesses of our team and take and use that in his next job. Now, do you want that situation? No. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. It's just, it's just incredible. Uh, Mattel and Fisher-Price are doing some interesting things in America in El Segundo, California. Mattel and its ed educational, educational toy subsidiary Fisher-Price, they're launching a new line of toys to honour workers on the front lines of the battle against coronavirus. The new action figures include not only medical professionals but also retail workers. Proceeds will go to an initiative to provide healthcare workers with the tools they need. Isn't that good? The hashtag Thank You Heroes line will have 16 different action figures. Forget your Spider-Man and your Captain America. They've got the EMT worker. That's the ambulance worker. The grocery worker, complete with a carton of eggs in his hands, only a half dozen. No, the doctor, the delivery driver, and the nurse. These are things you should be collecting. There's things you should there's certain things I reckon you should be collecting during the coronavirus. They're gonna be worth some money when it's all over, I reckon, in a few years' time. Uh, whether these toys are given as a gift to recognize someone working on the front line or, or, or used as a tool to help children have conversations about how they're feeling. It's our hope that Fisher-Price toys and play in general can ultimately make these difficult times easier for both kids and adults. I think he, what he's really saying there is, we just want to sell some more stuff. However, Mattel itself says it's increasing its commitment to produce 500,000 face shields for healthcare workers, up from $100,000. So that's very nice of them as well, isn't it? I've got to give them that one. Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Sharing a birthday with Ian Healy, the great Ian Healy, 56 years old today, of course, wicketkeeper all the way through the Warney era, or for most of it anyway, till... Uh, that fellow who could hit runs at the uh, Adam Gilchrist uh, took over, but uh, one of the greats, Ian Healy, and of course he much prefers to be known as Alyssa Healy's uncle now, and I reckon that's a fair title for him as well. Happy birthday, Ian. Andy Allen, he's only 32. Do you know who he is? He's the bloke with a beard on MasterChef, not the Scottish bloke, the young bloke who half the contestants are probably better than. <laughs> I can't take him. I can't take him. I can't take him or the other woman seriously. I saw her. Would you believe I was I was watching the Master Chef the other day, and I switched channels to one of the food channels, and the Chinese girl who's the the one of the other. I'm sorry, I can't I can't remember her name. I don't know her name. She was 
on another cooking show, which was a repeat from a while ago, but she was actually a contestant on a cooking show on one of the other channels. And like, this is this is all just too much. I can't work it out. I do like the other bloke, though, the tall Scotsman. He gets up and he gets excited and all that sort of thing. So good on him. Andy Allen, the, the other bloke with the beard, 32 years old today. I think he's probably scratching himself wondering how he landed that job as well. Mike Cleary is 80 years old today, of course. One of only four people in history to represent Australia in three different sports. He's a dual football international uh, played for the Wallabies as well as the Kangaroos, of course, a South Sydney great as well, and also a sprinter, very, very quick runner he was back in the day. Of course, went on to host World Championship Wrestling, which we all loved when we were kids, weren't we, with, you know, Bulldog Brower and Haystacks Calhoun, Spiros Arion, Mario Milano. <laughs> they were good days, weren't they? Simpler times. Ox Baker with the heart punch. <laughs> Uh, back in the, and the Horton Pavilion, they used to host that out as well. And then, of course, he went on. I think he was a politician after that, was he not? Was he the sports minister for a while? What an incredible career Mike Cleary had. Certainly uh, packed plenty of life into his 80 years. Still going strong as well. Johnny Galecki is 45 years old today. He's the bloke with the glasses on the Big Bang Theory. Probably, like, if you're like me, you just don't watch that because you don't get it. I, it's not that I don't get it. I just don't find it funny. The show with the nerds, and they're all they all they make funny. You know, science jokes and all that. He's the nerdy one with the glasses with the hot girlfriend. He's 45 years old today, so he's not even young. Isaiah Thomas is 59 years old today. He's a legend in the US NBA basketball. If you've been watching that uh, Michael Jordan show, The Last Dance on Netflix, it's an incredible documentary about the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Isaiah played for the Detroit Pistons in that same era and is one of the all-time greats. And Major James Hewitt, father of Prince Harry... Well, they're both rangers, eh? Hey, you don't just get a ranger out of nowhere, do you? <laughs> do you? I don't know, James Hewitt, 62 years old today, of course, famously had an affair uh, with Princess Di while she was still married. Well, there was three people in the marriage or so, something. I don't know what happened. Kudos to the bloke in, in Spain who was doing his TV show. Uh, a Spanish news anchor was caught out by eagle-eyed viewers when they spotted a semi-naked woman behind him, uh, not his girlfriend, <laughs> walking behind him while he was live on air. All she had on was a bra. So if you check this guy out, his name's Alfonso Merlos, was hosting a show live from his home. During the broadcast, viewers spotted a semi-naked woman walk behind him in the background. Uh, they quickly deduced that it wasn't his girlfriend, but a fellow journalist. Uh, viewers believed Merlos to be dating Spanish Big Brother star Marta Lopez, but Merlos has defended himself and insisted the pair have split up. That's not what his what his girlfriend, well, his now ex-girlfriend, saying she's agreeing with him from now, but not when this was taken. So look that up. The guy's name, where is he? Alfonso Merlos. <laughs> look, there's some Google homework for you.